0: And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by the Order of Ceres. The world's going to die, and it's all your fault. Previously on what is not.
1: His head actually completely spins around and it chomps down on your shoulder. I'm holding
2: him still. Susan, finish your operation.
3: Should I take it out? There's a chip in here. Oh my
2: god, yes! We're gonna cast a spell securing his arms and legs.
4: I have a taser.
2: His face shifts back into that of Ambrose.
4: I'm guessing that there was some experimentation going on somewhere at CryptoCore, and they took the traits from the cryptids and, like, injected them into the people.
2: Maybe the computer chips is what was making them docile and willing to accept CryptoCore's commands. I've been through the desert in a house with no doors. What
4: is happening?
2: In the sand of the Mojave
1: Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small
2: desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad is going to go down in
3: Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling.
5: Trying to find answers.
1: And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your
4: covers. My mom used to tell me all of these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk.
1: It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Maybe something happened down at CryptoCore. The Expert.
3: Susan Donaldson. The Town Vet. The Freelancer.
4: People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in.
3: The Deathless.
5: Bruce the Zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back.
2: The Initiate. Donovan Pelayan, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works
0: for CryptoCore, which is his family's corporation. It's a
1: town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad.
3: She runs over. She doesn't run. I'm sorry. She's been wounded. She (laughs) limps. She's hobbling over. She limps over to the guy who's in this amazing rope that just she kind of touches. And it's like, wow, that is very soft. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) And then she says, it's okay. We're trying to help.
1: He looks at you suspiciously. He's like, yeah, that's what they said last time.
3: Can you tell us what happened to you?
1: I was minding my own business when one of those vans picked me up. Next thing I know, I'm in some sort of lab being injected with all sorts of crap. He's like very angry and Fighting against, you can kind of see his face is kind of still shifting a little bit between the sickly pallor of the boogeyman and the kind of feral look of the Sasquatch. And this is whom she's talking to, Ambrose? No, this is the other guy. So another orderly. The one we got the chip out of. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, his body's in major flux.
3: Based on my medical experience, is there anything that I can tell? I mean, can I gauge if... We helped him by taking the chip out. If something is wearing off, like what can I surmise?
1: Well, I would say that the change that is between before the chip was removed and after the chip was removed is that his eyes are no longer like rolled up inside his head and he's no longer in this like catatonic state. He's very much aware of his surroundings. It hasn't changed the fact that his body is shifting around. It looks like maybe it's a little bit less controlled than it was before,
2: but he's definitely not comatose. Donovan's going to head over to wherever Bruce is hanging out, and he's going to say, Bruce, you should record this guy's interrogation or testimony. He might say some incriminating things that we can use against
3: Cryptocore." Oh, Bruce is all over that. Yeah, good call. I try to say in as soothing his voice as possible, if you can be as calm as possible, we're not going to hurt you. We're trying to help We don't know what's happening to you, but we think that CryptoCore has injected you with something that's making you change. But I think if you stay as calm as possible, you might be less likely to change. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you remember. Roll Manipulate Someone. It's plus Charm. Oh, I rolled a 12. Uh, Charm is a one, so 13.
1: Excellent. He starts to kind of take deep breaths and tries to calm himself. You see that the shifting has kind of slowed down until it settles and he's just kind of an older gentleman.
3: Okay. That's good. That's good. Just stay calm and we'll get you some water if you're thirsty. And is there anything you could tell us at all about, do you remember any kind of medical procedures or?
1: He goes on to explain that he's homeless. He's minding his own business. Some guy was talking about making his life easier helping him out. And as he was getting closer to the guy to try and see what he was talking about, he was jumped and dragged into this van. There were already some other people tied up in the van, and then he was injected with something. And from then on, it was just like kind of coming in and out of a haze. He remembers seeing like a hospital... He remembers hearing people talking, but it all felt very mumbled. And then he gets flashes of like these eyes and then feeling very cold. He gets flashes of like walking strange creatures through these like medical sterile hallways. Everything that he's telling you is just very little like flashes. Like if you were coming in and out of anesthetic
3: okay wow thanks for sharing all that you know i'd kind of walked over to get him some water while he was talking and i have you know some medication I'm i'm a vet so it's for for animals but it's it's diazepam i could if you want some to keep you relaxed i can give you some then i think we could feel a little bit safer about taking the ropes off
1: He's like, if it's all okay with you, I don't want anything injected in my body at all.
3: Well, it's a pill, but I get it.
1: He's like, I I don't I don't trust
2: any of. I don't know who you people are. I don't know where I am. I just want to go. I just want to go. Yeah, I mean, we can't make a habit out of just using drugs to knock out every person we run into that might be dangerous. <laughs> no. <laughs> What is this, cautious optimism? (laughs) What? What is that? I don't know
1: what
3: you're talking about. (laughs) I turn to the group and I say, should we take the chip out of Ambrose? Because I think that's the only way we're going to get the actual Ambrose. Now that he's tied up, I think he serves less of a threat.
2: We don't really know exactly what these chips do, but it seems clear that CryptoCore was experimenting and doing something bad to these guys, right? So the chip is probably evil and should come out, whatever it is.
0: Although it seems like maybe they were using the chips to kind of control them, right? To prevent their craziness from happening.
2: Well, that was my first thought.
0: So if we remove the chips, it could kind of have the effect of releasing all these inner creatures which wouldn't necessarily be to our benefit
2: well could somebody besides me because i don't understand how to work my cell phone much less this kind of technology but could somebody who does understand technology take a look at the chip we pulled out already and try to get an idea maybe what it was doing oh that's a good idea
3: I pull it off the floor and hand it to
5: bruce bruce eats it
3: <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Does does Bruce chew it first? Because I'm thinking, could it have been a tracking device, too? Oh, no.
2: (laughs) Maybe this is how Bruce works. He's analyzing it with his stomach. Uh,
4: Do you think my Hunter's Journal would be any help in this?
2: If it has a reference to something like this, maybe. Remind me of the Hunter's Journal.
4: It says you have a source of useful monster knowledge. It is shallow, but broad and often includes details that are only available from personal interactions with the nasties. It actually says that <laughs> <laughs> you add the questions when you investigate a mystery.
1: If you think that there is a question that would be more appropriate than just a regular investigative mystery, then of course you can use it.
4: It adds, what does the sketch suggest it looks like? What kind of victim does it prefer? What's the detail we haven't seen here yet? And then also, how did the last encounter with one of those go? I don't know if any of those are relevant to this.
1: Well, are you specifically trying to analyze the chip that Bruce just ate? Or are you...
4: Well, he ate it, so obviously we can't figure that out.
5: He's just spit it back out and hands it to you.
4: Oh, thank you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't like the taste of it either
0: sensitive palette
2: yeah
3: cryptocore is just not going down well today
0: oh there's an idea why don't we try taking this chip to cryptocore maybe they have some kind of machinery or something that we could use to read this chip
3: no they're trying to find us maybe your assistant can oh wait is your assistant been arrested
1: the assistant's been arrested yeah oh
3: i
4: mean i have the i know a guy maybe i know someone who's like techie we could like- I think
2: the last guy you knew got arrested, oh, too, son so. of a... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know another guy. I'm just saying you're pulling this other person into this web of shenanigans.
4: What about the Discord chat?
1: How about this? How about Zeke give it an a mystery and see if he recognizes anything on it? I know he's not necessarily a tech guy, but... But he
0: is an executive at CryptoCorp. Alright, investigating mystery. Oh, uh, six, seven, eight. Uh, yeah, eight.
1: All right. So you have one question
0: you can ask from a list, or just any question.
1: Like, I'll I'll take it. If you have a specific question you want to ask,
0: well, like, where we're trying to figure out what this chip does, right? Mm-hmm. So
3: maybe what is being concealed here, or what can it do?
0: Yeah, what does this chip do? Yeah,
3: I would say that Zeke probably
1: recognizes that this chip was very controversial a couple years ago, and as far as he knows, CryptoCore stopped manufacturing them, because what they were being used for was to control animals. The thought was that if they could control the animals, they could kind of turn them into soldiers- to limit the amount of human life that would have to
0: go into battle. But PETA got involved. So these were kind of used for like mind control and chimpanzee test animals, that kind of a thing?
1: Yeah. Chimpanzees, there were some dog experiments, but you know, it hit a lot of pushback, and so CryptoCore claimed that they had discontinued that line of research.
0: Okay. So, I explained this, I suppose, to the group that, oh, yeah, I recognize this chip. This was something Cryptocore had been investigating as a means of mind control to make animals obedient for use as soldiers in wartime. In theory, they stepped back from making this after protests, but clearly, this is still an active project.
3: Well, then we should definitely remove it. I think we should remove it. At least Ambrose could have the potential of being himself, and now we know that if. You know, he's relaxed. Maybe I should inject him with the diazepam yeah. <laughs> while he's <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> For performing
2: a surgery like that, I think that's fair, yeah. Yeah. But
0: if if cryptocore is gathering all of these creatures and maybe it's using these chips to keep them under control, which at the moment might not be a bad thing if they're going to attack us. I mean, if we take these chips out, are we releasing the beast kind of a thing in these people?
3: I think we've revealed that if we keep them calm... If we tase them and punch them.
2: (laughs) The guy we interviewed, it sounds like he started out as a human person. He's one of these homeless people that has disappeared mysteriously. And CryptoCore turned him into a cryptid or multiple cryptids?
0: Well, I suppose that's the key question. Were these normal people that CryptoCore turned into cryptids or were these cryptids that CryptoCore is trying to control for their own means?
5: Which follows up with the question, what is normal? Uh, So true.
3: (laughs) Why is normal?
5: (laughs) Is life really but a dream?
3: (laughs) why i turn to bruce and i say should we take the chip out i vote yes i
4: I say yeah let's do it
5: bruce concurs and goes and bites it out of his neck
4: oh my god
3: (laughs) bruce stop biting people my god (laughs) this is pre-diazepam so
5: (laughs) does bruce really do that because like i think he got stressed out with all the failings and bitings he missed he just needed to bite something right
4: you bite.
0: That sounds like it might incur more damage to this creature. Okay, Bruce does that. not do that.
1: He <laughs> okay, because I was gonna say like that that's like to somebody taking a bite out of the back of your neck down to the bone if you wanna get
3: this oh my
4: god chip out. So please do not hurt Ambrose, okay?
3: Okay, so if we want to take it out, I can give him a shot of the diazepam. It's like a muscle relaxant. It will not knock him out, but maybe calm him down, and and then I can take it out.
4: Well, he's already unconscious from getting
3: tased, so we're fine.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. So now's the time to do a little now's the time.
1: intervention.
3: Okay, anyway. I still shoot him up with diazepam, and I wait about 10 minutes, and then I try to take it out.
1: I would say that because you're not in a hurry and the patient is out, you can actually do this without rolling because this is not far from what you've done with, you know, chipping dogs,
4: basically.
1: You kind of know what you're doing. So you are able to remove the chip and close up the wound behind
4: Okay. Farming surgery in a dirty ass desert house with no doors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At some point, like Vic rolls up and like pours vodka on it to you know <sighs> just it's all clean.
5: Are we still wearing our OSHA hoodies, by the way, while this is being done? I'm just curious. <laughs> if-
1: no. You're all, I think, in CryptoCore security outfits, except for Bruce. Okay.
5: Yeah, I think the OSHA
0: was several generations of disguises ago. Yeah, because OSHA would not approve of this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
3: No. Uh, okay, so I turned to the other guy and said, uh, what's your name, by the way? Kevin. Poor Kevin. Kevin, that sounds familiar. Okay, I tell Kevin that we can take your ropes off. So we're just going to leave you there, but we'll leave you alone. He's not thrilled by this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned everyone else. So what's next?
0: Should we take them all to Denny's? <laughs> Seems the appropriate late night activity.
5: Bruce checks his phone to see if we are still on America's most wanted top 10 list. As far as you can tell,
1: there is still a hunt out for all of you. Okay.
3: Is there any more that we could do like through Discord to see about these symbols that we found? Because we're still trying to identify one of these companies because we have determined that... Only one of the other organizations can take down the company. And I feel like we need some help.
1: Well, I feel like there's all sorts of things you could probably do with this information. What do you guys, how do you
2: guys want to handle it?
0: You mean with the information being the symbols? Yeah. Well, I certainly think we need to start investigating
2: these and figure out what they are. Can we just Google them? Well, so Donovan will get on his phone and connect with the discord or whatever channel it was that he was talking to is his contacts back at the, uh, the order mm-hmm. and my fan club of folk. And I'm going to post descriptions of these symbols in there and just ask, does anybody know what these are?
0: Okay. Would it be useful to show these symbols to Ambrose or Kevin and see if they've seen them before? You can do you? Yeah. Why not? Right. I mean, we're just showing them a picture, right? So I'll do that. Do I have to roll for that? No. Kevin looks at him, and
1: he says one of the things he remembers post-kidnapping was that there was a symbol on some letterhead that looked like a red feather.
2: Hmm.
3: At CryptoCore?
1: When he was at CryptoCore. He says he gets like little flashes of memories, but a lot of it just feels like it's in a drugged-out haze.
3: So I turn to Zeke, and I say, does that red feather mean something to you? Is that- Something, like, is CryptoCore one of the nine companies?
0: Um, is that something
1: Zeke would know, Joe? He wouldn't know if it was one of the nine companies or not. I would say he
0: probably hasn't seen the red feather symbol anywhere. So that was to Kevin that I showed that to? Yeah. Okay, why don't I show the pictures to Ambrose and see if he recognizes anything.
4: Is he not unconscious?
0: Ambrose is still out. Oh, Ambrose is out. Shall I smack him and wake him
3: up? Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, we're trying to keep them calm, and since he has a screaming thing, maybe not smacking him, but maybe we can wait for him to wake up. But what happened with the Discord, what Donovan did?
1: long time ago, we kind of just decided you guys had the net friends power that comes with one of the playbooks, so go ahead and roll. Let me see what you're supposed to roll against. I want to say it's sharp. All right.
2: It was for the flake. The Power is net friends plus charm. Well, charm is zero. But I got a 10 total. Nice. All right. They're available and helpful. They can give you
1: one symbol. Go ahead and pick a symbol,
2: Todd. Pick a symbol. I'm real curious about the cross with the uh, moon on top of it. Well,
0: wouldn't we want to know the symbol that Kevin saw? The red feather?
2: Oh, well, that would make sense. You know what, Joe? I have a bad connection. I said red feather. (laughs) (laughs) i'm real curious about that red feather i don't know if you heard that because of the bad connection i'm glad you clarified because the bad connection did sound like you were talking about the crescent
1: over the cross but i can totally tell how those two could sound the same yep yeah Yep. Oh, the internet. Oh,
3: (laughs) the interweb. So
1: one of the people in the chat says that they recognize it as a group known as the Knights of the Red Feather, and that they've got connections to the Freemasons. Ah. But they also have connections to a lot of supply companies and... People who have tried to investigate them are trying to like find the root core company. It's just a maze of shell corporations.
2: Okay, so everybody, here's the deal. The Red Feather is the Knights of the Red Feather. Now, I don't know exactly if they are part of the Freemasons, but they're connected to the Freemasons somehow, and they're heavily invested in shells. They have a lot of companies... That do something with shells. I didn't understand that part of what they said in the Discord.
3: Uh, You mean like shell companies? Is that what it said?
2: Yeah, yeah, shell companies.
3: Okay, I assume
2: that's the that's the (laughs) buying and selling of shells.
4: One of them likes puka shells. The other (laughs) one is clams. We got, we got exactly.
2: (laughs) The conspiracy
1: goes
4: deep.
1: All of a sudden, Donovan's like, "There's this gas station." I know there's this <laughs> gas station in town. <laughs> That's where they're
2: being kept. The Freemasons are connected to Shell Gas. Oh. <laughs> the wildly. <web. Probably. laughs> Everything's connected.
3: Oh,
4: my God.
1: Everything's connected. Nothing is real. Welcome to the Conspiracy. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of what is not, not cautious optimism, because we did two of those already. Happy Labor Day to those of you who celebrate it. I hope you're enjoying a fun three-day weekend. I apologize for getting this episode out a day late, but I tried to get it out as early as I could this morning. For those of you who don't listen to our Cautious Optimism episodes, first of all, shame on you. But secondly, I sort of forgot which week I was on last week and edited the wrong show. So, yeah, my apologies. To make up for it, we will do another What Is Not next week, and then we will be back on track. You also may not have heard of that congratulations or in order. We would like to congratulate Todd on his recent marriage to the amazing Kelly Hightower. I think that covers all the important news for right now. If you're not on our Slack channel, you are missing out on some fun conversations. To join, all you need to do is go to geek2geekmedia.com and find the links under the contact us tab. We are also on the social medias. You can find us on Twitter at As the Dice Roll RP or on Instagram at as the Dice Roll. Or you can email us at podcast at as the Dice Our players have their own projects that they work on. You can listen to Todd on his podcast, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop and Disney Forever, and you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geekitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here on Sunday, September 11th with another episode of What Is Not? But then I will actually be out of town for two weeks, so the next episode after that will be Cautious Optimism on Sunday, October 2nd. Until then, let's see what the hunters learn about this conspiratorial web, right after a quick commercial break.
5: All
1: right. This is not for experience, but everybody go ahead and roll sharp.
3: I rolled a 10. Oops.
0: Seven. Six. Matt dropped his dice. Hold on.
4: Uh, I got six plus, you said for what? Sharp? Sharp. Oh, oh sorry. I rolled a 13. That's eight for me. So I got nine.
1: And Donovan, what did you say you got? Seven. And Bruce, what did you get? Six. All right. Bruce, you don't recognize any of these at all. Okay. Which is funny because you probably have seen them. You just never paid them any attention. Beth, pick a symbol.
4: How about the one with the hands on top of the eyeball?
1: Okay. So you know that that is like all through your journal. And you know it has to do with creatures that are not human. Okay. You know that that's the evil eye. But it's like creatures trying to control the evil eye. That's what the symbol means. And it's usually associated with non human creatures, not even cryptids. Like, it's where you get into like vampires and werewolves and geists and that kind of stuff.
3: So the organization is made up of non humans. It's associated.
1: The eye is the evil eye. And you know that that symbol is associated with non human creatures.
3: Cool.
4: Thanks.
2: All right. Donovan, pick another symbol. Well, off the top of my head, you know, that cross with the moon on top of it looks interesting. (laughs) All right. So you want to do the red feather again? (laughs) Are you internet connection?
1: Actually, this is a group that your organization has come up against on multiple occasions. It's actually the symbol of the Roman goddess Ceres. Ceres,
2: that bitch.
1: (laughs) It's basically the Greek equivalent would be Demeter. And they're both the goddesses of nature, specifically like plants. And they're kind of associated with Gaia and with Earth. And as far as you know, that organization is like a PETA, but for everything that has to do with nature. So they're uber environmentalists. They're zealots about nature. They go very much against technology. Mm. So you definitely know what that
2: organization
1: is. Your group is very druidic in its tenets, right?
2: Yeah. So when we say my group and their group have bumped up against each other, not like in an antagonistic way. We're like buddies.
1: Well, no, because, I mean, your group is, you know, all about trying to protect the world from this great evil, right? Sure, sure. Theirs is we don't care about a great evil. If a great evil means that it'll destroy all the humans on the planet and leave the planet pure, then they're all for it.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's a little extreme. Okay. Yeah, they're a very extreme organization.
0: Zeke, go ahead and pick one. How about the kind of cross made out of the fleur de lis with the rose on top kind of
1: symbol? Okay. I love how you're picking ones that I can actually associate with your character. That was my goal. <laughs> Do you recognize that as the Rosicrucians? The what? what? The Rosicrucians.
0: Rosicrucians. Okay
1: they're also known as the order of the rose cross. Oh, okay. The reason why you know them is that they are all about like esoteric and occult knowledge, like they're all about finding, maintaining knowledge, protecting knowledge, and you've come across their names in some of your research about trying to figure out what your deal is. Mhm. Not so much that they've been associated with whatever your deal is, but because you're looking at all of these kind of esoteric odd tomes, Mm -hmm. you've come across this symbol, and you know that this is a group about protecting and enhancing knowledge of the esoteric and occult type. Okay. All right, Susan, you actually can pick two. I'll
3: pick the H with the trident and the lightning bolt over the anvil.
1: Okay, so... I'm guessing you probably got these from your dad's journal because he was investigating a lot of this stuff. He has more information on the Anvil than the H. The Anvil is associated with the H.G. Wells Society, and they are kind of the antithesis to the Order of Ceres because they are all about technology and advancements. It's kind of the unbridled advancement through technology. Technology is always an ultimate good even if some of the times it's used for evil. It doesn't matter. It's not the technology's fault. Technology is inherently good and it will be what brings salvation to the human race. The H is an organization known as the Hellfire Club. And the Hellfire Club is a very bougie secret society. And they're really just kind of known for like gentlemen's clubs and kind of seedy sexual stuff. (laughs) The Hellfire Club is actually probably out of all of these organizations, ones that people may have actually heard of in just everyday life. Because back in the day, they were known for like lots of High powered people going to sex clubs, gentlemen's clubs, strip joints, but they were all very high society and like a lot of political deals were made through these organizations.
0: So, like something Trump would have belonged to?
1: Definitely. <laughs> Actually, I don't know that he would have had the clout to get into one of those. Well,
4: I don't yeah, think he yeah. has the money for that.
1: <laughs> True enough.
4: He's not cool enough.
1: Yeah. Like ridiculous amounts of money, ridiculous amounts of power and positioned in a place where you have something to contribute to the organization as a whole. So that's what you know. That's what you have been given. So you've got, how many of those is that? One, two,
0: three, four, five, six. Six out of the nine. That's not bad. And one of them, we don't even know what it is.
3: So did we just all of a sudden remember? Well, I would say like now that you
1: kind of just got some downtime, you just actually are all giving a look at it. And it's kind of like, well, what do we know about these things? And you're like, oh, well, I recognize that from such and such. And I think I've seen that before. You may have to check your journals and stuff. But I would say this is stuff that I mean, you guys, especially like Donovan and Beth have been dealing with this kind of stuff for years. So you would have come across these symbols for one reason or another.
3: That's right, we've been around the block. Yeah. Well, which one of these sounds like someone who could help us? And do any of us know how to get a hold of any of these organizations?
5: Bruce would like to see if he can Google if they have a website and if he can apply to a job at them. <laughs> which one? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> the six that we have now discovered.
2: Well, the series people will not have a website.
5: Give me an order. What's the first one you go to? The prettiest one, I don't know
2: the hg Wells society probably has a website
5: yeah let's try that one the hg wells definitely has a website it's all
1: about hg wells it's talking about the advancements of the human race through technology it just looks like the people who are in line for the apple products as soon as they come out they're all about the teslas they're all like this is it's it's people who are like technology is cool
5: is there a careers hyperlink there's not careers
1: hyperlink, but there is like a joint membership. And it's like a really exorbitant amount. It's like $250 a year.
3: Is there a contact us? Yeah, there's contact us. Hey, Bruce, maybe send them a message and say, have you seen this symbol? And do the the one that's the company. The one with the eye.
4: The Illuminati one. The
3: Illuminati one. I don't know. What do you guys think? Mm, sounds good. Yeah.
4: I mean, why the hell not? What else could happen?
3: Message
2: sent.
4: <laughs> message sent. <laughs> Okay,
1: so that's one. What's the next one you do? Um, Red feather. You cannot find any business that has a red feather. Like, that symbol doesn't seem to show up on anything. Okay. You Google the Knights of the Red Feather. You get, like, some role-playing guild out in the middle of Kentucky. (laughs) Nerds.
5: (laughs) Bruce definitely tries to sign up for that group. (laughs) Okay. All right, good to know. (laughs) Hold on one second.
4: He's like, makes a note.
1: I am making a note <laughs>
4: that this could potentially be something later.
1: <laughs> All right. Red Feather LARPing. Okay. <laughs> so you don't find anything specifically about the Red Feather.
5: Okay. What are the other ones we have?
1: The Rosicrucians, uh, the Hellfire Club, them?
5: Yeah, I'll save the Hellfire for last. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is going to do that one alone. <laughs> Ooh. Oh,
2: yeah. We don't know if his uh, unit has fallen off yet. So <laughs> this might be. Oh, okay.
5: oh,
2: now we have to start putting explicit tags on this one. Hey, okay. I- <laughs> no, Unit was pretty PG.
4: I mean, we did cuss a bunch in this. I mean, Susan yeah. came right out the gate with, you know. And, <laughs>
2: Dropping you an know, F-bop.
4: She dropped a mother effer. So.
2: <laughs> That's true.
4: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you were
2: No, back. that was a great moment. That was fantastic. The Rosicrucians, you can find all of
1: these conspiracy theories about them, but you don't see like an organizational website. By all intents and purposes, this is considered a organization that's historical and doesn't actually exist anymore. Okay. And then you want the Order of Sears? Sure. They're probably the most visible. They have a very PETA-esque website. It's got all of these controversial, poorly put together ads <laughs> for how you should not have pets and how recycling is not enough and save the polar bears and the sea turtles and the it's very crunchy granola.
5: Do they have a hyperlink to donate money? They do. Bruce donates money. How much? hmm <laughs> 20 bucks.
3: Did they have a contact us? Can we send them the same message?
5: Yeah. Let's go further into this website. Okay. Yeah. You can send them that message.
3: Can we send the red feather too? Should we ask them about both since we think we're dealing with the company?
2: Well, what if by sending them their secret symbol, we prove that we're on the inside? Maybe we can use that to get some kind of contact with someone higher up in the organization.
1: I would say that that symbol is probably prominently displayed somewhere in their logo. Like, I don't think that's a secret.
2: Forget that. Forget what I said.
4: (laughs) 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 It seemed like a good idea, right? I approve.
1: (laughs) I like the idea behind it. Is this particular organization probably, they'd be like, yeah, that's our
3: logo. What's up? (laughs) Okay. So, should we add, like, we need help? Have you seen these? We need help. SOS. Have you seen these symbols? Okay.
2: Well, if we tell the series people that. CryptoCore is polluting the natural order, destroying the natural order of things by carrying out these technological experiments on people and animals and cryptids, which cryptids are presumably natural. So they might get mad at CryptoCore for that sort of thing and go against them.
3: I feel like of all the ones, yeah, that one is probably a natural enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're sending a, hey, we want to know about this symbol. We're
1: fighting against CryptoCore. They're going against all of these natural order of
5: things. Send help. Yeah. (laughs) What if we took some pictures of the cryptids and put it on the Twitter thing and be like, this is what your enemies are doing. These are who you need to be going after right now.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you
5: uploading those to your Twitter account? No, no, no. We're still being hunted by the law, so I'm staying off the Twitter right now. Okay. That's a good
2: idea, I think.
5: <laughs> oh, now that we're wanted by the law, how is Bruce's social media following going? Is, has it, like, blown up? Is he, like, viral now? Oh, yeah. It's through the roof. <laughs> Woohoo! hoo uh, <okay. laughs> We can
3: We can use that.
5: All right. We need to set up a P.O. box so we can get some Patreons. <laughs> Okay.
3: Maybe we could start bringing people to Baghdad because the more people who are here, the more people that are overwhelming the system, the less likely bad things will happen. I don't know. Or the more people it will happen (laughs) to. If you're bringing good people, you might bring, yeah, you
1: might
5: be bringing bad things with them. You don't know that all these people on, like, you
1: know, Twitter's a very scary
5: place. So, um, okay, who do we have left to search on? Hellfire Club? So the last one
1: would be the Hellfire Club. And um, again, kind of like the Rosecutions, everything you find on them is kind of like, oh, this was a historical thing. It's, you know, a lot of conspiracy theory. It didn't actually exist. Or if it did, it was just an excuse for high powered rich white guys to get together and get their rocks off. Like that's that's basically everything that you find on the Hellfire Club.
3: Joe, can you refresh our memory about these nine companies? How do we know that they're somehow connected. I I think you said that there was like a circle and like nine lines coming out of something in the middle. And I can't remember what was...
1: I don't remember what I said about that either. I do know though that the question that was being asked was, how do we stop the company? Or what can stop the company? And the answer that came back was one of these nine corporations. Or one of these nine organizations, they're all corporations, one of these nine organizations. And you can't find the last symbol, but you do know that there's nine of them. That's just like on the dark webs with hunters and what they are researching. This is the information that you've gotten.
3: Okay, so they weren't like all connected in some way. They were just these are nine organizations, secret organizations out there that one of them may help.
1: That could potentially be a foil to... The company, which seems to be closely associated with the Illuminati.
3: Okay. Well, I think the HG Wells, you know, with their technology, they might be a huge help to us. I don't know if they'll go after the company with us, but we've got to start with the series one. So you've sent information to which ones? HG Wells and the series. The PETA one.
5: Okay. We sent some feelers out. <laughs> some feelers.
3: Oh, yeah, we didn't do the hands over the evil eye. We didn't look that one up. I don't know that I want to reach out to them, but
4: I'm thinking maybe we should skip that one.
3: Well, I can
1: tell you that you found like on conspiracy theory sites that it, it's the evil eye and it has to do with some sort of like underground creature organization. But, you
2: know, it's again
1: all conspiracy theory as far as everybody on the internet is concerned.
2: They sound like they'd be on board with crypticore anyway, so. Yeah.
1: While you're all gathered around the phone. Beth, where are you in relation to Ambrose? Are you like tending to him? Are you elsewhere?
4: I'm still watching over him.
1: All right. So you hear kind of, you know, the dry mouth coming out of anesthetic sound and he kind of looks up at you and he goes, hey, gorgeous.
0: next time on What Is Not.
3: I don't know about you guys, but I want to get Athena out. We're
4: going to break her out of prison?
3: Well, it's not a
2: real government prison. It's crypticore. And I feel like at this point, breaking people out of crypticore is our speciality.
3: But honestly, we rescue them. Everyone's still in jeopardy until we take them down.
2: You've been listening to
1: As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at darencurtismusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com and the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at msedwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek 2 If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerolecast.com. Individual players and GMs' social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.